When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Another edition of NASCAR America at Home with Kyle Petty and Dale Jarrett. And Kyle, I know you're excited. I'm outside just in case the off chance that a chicken is going to run through the background down there (laughs) on the driveway. So be on the lookout. That's what you're waiting for, right? Listen, I'm looking either for chickens, I'm looking for cows, or I'm looking for somebody carrying five-gallon buckets of cottage cheese. I'm looking for something in the background (laughs) on your video. That's for sure. And I know if you're at home, you're thinking one of those doesn't belong. No, they all could happen at any, at any point that could happen. Um, we have a lot to talk about because um, obviously as we get closer to seeing cars back on track, you know, we talked about this the last time the three of us, I guess, got together in this way digitally. But um, Dale, the big thing I think a lot of people are going to be watching, I mean, it's Matt Kenseth returns, but the fact that Ryan Newman is going to be back in a car. If you had told me that Ryan Newman would only miss, what, three races because of all of this, he's coming back. It's just unreal that he's getting back in a car. Yeah, just incredible. We think back to February and what looked like was going to be another Daytona 500 uh, trophy for Ryan Newman uh, turned into something much worse, obviously. And then we were thinking, uh, you know, some, at some point in time that, you know, the very worst could have happened uh, with this terrible accident. But what a remarkable story that, that we have here. Only missing that time, uh, those three races after that. And, uh, you know, going to be back in a car at Darlington here uh, racing again. Uh, just incredible story. But what a difficult place to go get started back in a car. Now, I know he's had some laps uh, just to kind of get approved again. Uh, and Darlington was that place, I believe, that they allowed him to go make some laps just so that they could – be sure that that everything was good with him inside a race car because you know what you may feel outside a race car and think that everything is great you strap yourself in there and, and start going 170 80 miles an hour uh you find out that things are are a little bit different but ryan is good to go but gosh to to start your first laps in competition uh is going to be the green flag and uh, uh it's just amazing but the the professional these guys are i think that's going to show up for every one of them. But that has to be an anxious moment uh, on that Sunday when Ryan Newman straps back in the car after what he went through. Yeah, I, I can't. Um, it, it's going to be crazy. I mean, I've, I've never seen Ryan Newman flustered uh, and, and, and behind the wheel in a car to get massively upset, emotional one way or the other. Uh, but there's got to be a lot of emotion going on uh, when they drop the green flag. But as Dale said, we talk about Darlington. It's such a tough racetrack. For that to be the racetrack that you come back on with no practice, just in the heat of competition, because that's going to be his first laps on the racetrack, uh, although, as Dale said, he had been there to test. At the same time, the last time he was in a car, he was upside down. The last time he was at a racetrack, he left the racetrack and went directly to a hospital. Uh, Dale and I have both been in bad accidents, and accidents where you had to miss races. And you never doubt your ability. I don't think you do. I, I think you believe you're going to come back. You're going to come back. 
But until you set down and strap in and you're back out there, you don't know for sure. Uh, I, I really believe that there's a, a little voice in your head that's like, I can do this, I can do this, I think I can do this. And then you do it and it's like, I'm back. And in those first few laps, Ryan will know where his head's at. Ryan has been in bad accidents before. Nothing is spectacular, nothing like, I don't believe, like we saw uh, at Daytona. But remember, he comes from open wheel, he comes from midgets and sprint cars. He's been on his top before. Uh, but this is going to be uh, pretty amazing. It's, an, it's a great story. It's a great story of the safety of NASCAR. It's a great story of the protocols that NASCAR has put in place to bring a driver back. It's a great story to see how he's recovered so quickly, so quickly, and able to get back in a car. It's a great story of that athlete. There's so many positives to the Ryan Newman story uh, that for it to, to come to a head and uh, to be happening at Darlington at the first race after the, after the quarantine, after we've been here, uh, it's going to be a, a great day for him, I know personally, and for our sport. Well, and it's another reason, obviously, people will be watching. I mean, all of sports, all of the, the world, everyone sort of cooped up at home uh, will be watching. But I think a lot of people have been following the Ryan Newman story. I know the Today Show has sort of, you know, followed him along the journey the last couple of months. Uh, it's interesting because he always used to say Darlington was his favorite track. So, um, you know, if there's for, for a lot of people, you'd be like, that's where you're coming back to. But that's that's his favorite place. So. Kyle, the other one coming back uh, out of retirement is Matt Kenseth. So have, have you talked to Matt, or what was your thoughts when you heard that news? I, I told Matt, I said, I, I said, I have to say this to you. I said, I, I texted him. The first thing I did was text him, and, and I said, okay, so everybody's on stay-at-home orders. Everybody's social distancing, and you get a new job. How does that work out? How does that work out, man? You're the only guy that could pull it off. Uh, you know, I, I think he's excited. I don't think that Matt, honestly, had the opportunity to to end the last part of his career the way he wanted to. He had a tremendous run at Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, he went back to Roush and tried to help them. That's where he had started. Uh, but I think he would like to go out on top in a car that he felt like could win races. And I think the Ganassi Racing, that car can win races. Uh, and I think Matt is a huge plus. We saw when he first went to Gibbs Racing how – the, the pendulum seemed to swing back to the positive side uh, under some of his leadership there. And I think he'll do the same. He and Kurt have worked together before as teammates. That's a huge plus. Uh, there's so many positives. And, and the other thing is, and, and you want a driver um, who knows these racetracks. If we're going to go to these racetracks and just jump into it uh, with no experience, Matt Kenseth knows these racetracks that we're going to as good as anyone else. So I have to say, He's been semi-retired. He's been home with the girls. That's probably been fun. He's been in the house with the girls for the last uh, little bit. That's probably been fun too. But I don't believe there's anybody looking more forward to getting a race car <laughs> at Darlington with no practice or anything than Matt Kenseth is. Yeah, what a great choice by Chip Ganassi and his people. And, and looking at this whole situation, very unfortunate why they were, they were even having to look in this direction. But they made the absolute right choice in Matt Kenseth for a lot of reasons. Kyle, you just talked about the experience that he has putting a driver like that. I have no problem thinking that he's going to have any issues whatsoever uh, other than just getting back in a car that he hasn't been in in a long time uh, at a very difficult track. But that's who I would want. If you ask me uh, who I want to put in one, uh, it would be Matt Kenseth. 
Uh, he's going to be great for that organization. Uh, he, he's going to be a good teammate to Kirk Bush. And, and on the other side of it, he's great for NASCAR. People love Matt Kenseth. He's a champion. Uh, he does things the right way. Uh, it, it's just, you know, he's someone that we need in this sport and in the Cup Series because he makes it better. And you pointed out going out the way uh, in a better way. I think this is going to give him that opportunity, whether that's going through this year and next year, ever how long this is. Uh, he's going to go out on his terms uh, from this point forward, I believe. And I'm excited for Matt uh, because of that. But he's going to make a difference. Uh, he's going to be somebody to be heard from. And who knows what we may be talking about whenever the playoffs start, because uh, he is going to be eligible for that if he happens to make his way there. And he, as you said, very capable of winning races. So he could be making a lot of noise before this season is over. And I'm looking forward to that. And uh, again, you talk about Darlington, how tough it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to be practicing social distancing on those first couple of laps in that race car just to get himself settled in and the nerves kind of calm down once again. So, Dale, who does this race, this kind of schedule, I mean, the fact that they're all just sort of being thrown in, is there someone maybe sort of lurking that this would favor, if, if that's even a possibility? You know, the last couple of years, Krista, uh, everybody has talked about the young guys that are coming on, and we've got a great rookie uh, race that's going to be going on throughout this year. Those guys, so I'll start on that side of it first. They are, they are going to be in for a rude awakening driving a cup car at Darlington for the first time with no practice whatsoever. And I know they're all great talents, but uh, it's going to be interesting to watch those guys. So now I think the pendulum swings over to the experienced drivers. We're going to do this uh, for a few weeks, a number of races probably. And, and I think that goes. When you start talking about that, then you have to look at, at Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. Uh, Matt Kenseth and Newman, who, who have that experience. And you could go down the list of drivers that have that, Martin Truex Jr. So these are drivers that I believe it's going to favor in that way. Uh, but you know, there's some that when you get in there, you, you start talking about Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and, and some others. I believe this is a great opportunity for them to shine too. But I do believe that was a big factor in Chip Ganassi going uh, with Matt Kenseth. And I, so I think that uh, the older guys, not as old as Kyle and I, but uh, guys that have a lot of experience that are still driving these cars, that this, this type of setup could favor them a lot more because it's going to make that learning curve for these rookies a lot longer now that they're not getting practice time and, and opportunities to get a feel for their cars and, and understanding of that. They're going to have to learn a lot of uh, things a lot quicker. Yeah, I, I would I would hate to think that I was a Christopher Bell, uh, John Hunter, Hunter Nemechek, you know, a Cole Custard. Those guys and my first laps at Darlington were under competition <laughs> at, at, at that place. That is just fascinating to me. I, I grew up in a time when A.J. Foyt had to take the rookie test there. They used to give rookies extra practice to get them <laughs> used to the racetrack. So I, I, I think when you, when you put it in that perspective, uh, yes, those guys – they're going to have to learn the racetrack, learn the race, learn the power, learn the downforce, learn the car, learn everything all at one time where the experienced drivers have that. And I do believe, as Dale said, it, it is a, it's, it's an experienced driver's racetrack. We've seen Dale win there. Uh, and, and, you know, we sell David Pearson, all his wins, Earnhardt. We've seen so many. The great drivers rise to the top there because they understand the racetrack. They understand where the racetrack goes. They understand they have to move around on the racetrack. They have to move to the wall. They have to come off the wall, whatever that may be. Denny Hamlin is one of those guys who, from the first time he ran there, he just clicked with that place. 
And I'll throw Chase Elliott into that category. Even though he's only run there a few times, he just clicked with that place. I go all the way back to Terry Labonte, who the first time he showed up there, just clicked with that racetrack. And there's guys like that that, that you have to put in a little bit different category because they're going to run that there whether they've got factors or whether they don't. But I do believe, and looking at some of William Byron's quotes uh, after the Dover iRacing thing this past weekend and talking to some of that about Darlington, it's going to benefit. You're going to have to constantly be on the move or, or be willing to change. May have to run up top, may have to run in the bottom. You've got to adjust to the racetrack. But for those first few laps in the first part of this race, they've got to adjust to the car, adjust to the racetrack, adjust to the competition, adjust to so many things. So it's going to be interesting. The guys who are most, are most adaptable, let's say that, will be the guys that come back to the top. And the most adaptable guys will be the guys with the most knowledge, I believe, which are the experienced drivers. All right. Well, it's about time for me to get back to online schooling, which is my transition to um, it's teacher appreciation week. Did you guys know that? I have never been more appreciative of teachers than through all of this. Kyle, your sister was a teacher, right? For a long time. My sister taught for 32 years. My sister Sharon taught for, taught for 32 years. She's now on the school board. And yes, if it's teacher appreciation week, even though she's retired, I'm going to call her and tell her I appreciate her and I love her as soon as I get off this. Yeah, and when kids go back to school, when that does happen, I think every teacher that goes back there should have a raise. And I'm pretty sure the parents would throw in a little bit extra <laughs> to make that happen uh, just because of, of what we've been through here. But maybe some of the most underappreciated people uh, are those those teachers. Uh, but uh, what a great job they, they do for our kids uh, and, and making young people out of them uh, going through this. So, Krista, keep up your good work. Well, I don't know if it's good. It's work. But, uh, but thanks, guys. Uh, good talking with you, as always. And uh, thanks to everybody out there watching. And we'll keep the conversation going. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.